Welcome to the Student Startup Podcast. We develop first-class students for first-class service. Student Startup is the internship for entrepreneurs, not just for future business owners, but for any student who wants to reject childish ways and spend their years as a student interning as an adult. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Student Startup Podcast. My name is Joe. I'm joined here by Luke Yao from Luke's Window Cleaning. Luke, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you. So, friends, those of you who have listened for the last several months, we're in the middle of something a little bit unique here. We are having the heroes of the Student Startup Show come on and share what they're up to, how they got here, and more importantly, where they're going. And so, I have been so inspired by Luke as a business owner, as a part of the program, as a friend, and I'm really excited for you guys to learn from him today. So Luke, why don't you kick it off with telling us a little bit about what you're up to these days, where you're going to school, tell us about your business, and then we'll, we'll dive in a little, okay? Yeah. So I'm going to be a junior at Andover High School this uh, fall. So like Joe said, I'm a student startup, so I have a window cleaning company. I started that this summer, and recently I've been able to work off some part-time jobs, and now I can do it full-time. So yeah, it's been big for me. That's so cool, Luke. So tell me again when you launched your window company. Started end of the school year, probably around May. That's great. So, so far, would you say thumbs up, thumbs down, or neutral? Has the window washing business been friendly to you? Oh, I think that double thumbs up. So double thumbs up. Great. Good. Tell us more about how the business is going. Yeah. By doing those other jobs so I could have more of a consistent income. I was doing just residential window cleaning and I, I was doing really well with it. So I was able to work off those jobs, like I said, probably have 30 or 40, I'd say, residential clients right now. And then now I'm able to venture into commercial. So so far I just have like one commercial client. So I'm hoping to have 15 for the school year. Mm-hmm. It's my goal. That's so amazing. And tell us again, tell us again, how old you are? 16. 16 years old, 30 to 40 residential clients. Now you're venturing into commercial. Those of you listening, that may surprise you like, whoa, until you hear about Luke's story. Luke's been on this trajectory for about 10 years now. Luke, would you be willing to kind of roll back for us and Tell us about your first entrepreneurial venture and how you've kind of grown throughout the years. I love this yeah, story. Yeah, totally. So I've always uh, been entrepreneurial. Elementary school, I just started making bookmarks. I would go to school, I'd sell them. I'd go door to door in my neighborhood, I'd sell them. And then that's kind of how I just got my start with really um, making money. I never really wanted to work a job. I ended up working a job for someone else. just wanted to be on my own. And so I did that for a while. As I got older, I would sell like origami stuff. That was kind of it for a while. I did have a uh, dog service company. I still do that here and there. It's kind of like a side hustle. I just like house it when people are gone for people in my neighborhood. That's been good to me. And then I was dragged into the e-commerce space. I really saw how much money was in there. I never got any of that money because it's just so it's so difficult and it takes a ton, a ton of time. And I, I that just like with every business, it's going to take a ton of time. And so. I, I thought of window washing probably about a year ago. Just kind of writing out business plan during the school year, doing that stuff, and uh, just launched it recently. 
sorry, the summer. So that's kind of my story. That's so cool. So the statistics show that oftentimes the most successful entrepreneurs in the world, like the ones you'll mm-hmm. see on the Forbes list, many of them, like on average, they hit it big on their seventh business. Seven. One of our philosophies here at Student Startup is like, hey, if that's true, if your seventh business is the one where you're going to make it big, well, let's get that first business as young as possible. Our goal is to see many, many more Luke Yow's come up, start with sales, move into services, and continue to really learn business by doing. Luke, I want to lean into something you mentioned as part of your story. Not every business is a huge success, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to find out that? the e-commerce business was not the right one for you? I mean, it takes a ton of time. The setup is uh, is brutal. I was trying to do affiliate marketing, drop shipping. Drop shipping, I mean, it takes a few days to set up the thing. It's confusing. And then you try to go on YouTube and you, you find these courses and you're like, I'll make you $1,000 in a day. And it's just like, that's a little hard to believe, but it's just like, okay, if they're doing it, I can too. But really, the only way to do it is by buying a course. And I just didn't really want to spend the money at the time. I've later learned that the more you put in, the more you're going to get out. And so I saw how profitable service-based businesses were. And so it's just like, I'm going out there. I'm willing to do the work. So that's where I found found success. So Luke, you mentioned being willing to do the work. What have you found to be successful in finding clients? What are some things that you've learned that might be able to help other students who are listening? Yeah. So I started, I've always been pretty decent at sales getting better. So I was doing a lot of door knocking, but boy, it takes a lot of time and go out there for a few hours, just, just door knocking. And, and the disappointing thing is you just have to know that you're going to get the door slammed in your face. People are not going to like you're there. They don't appreciate it. And so you actually helped me uh, with the next door app. And that's very, very helpful. I've door knocked a few times since got that set up. So I've been getting the majority of my clients from that. Once you get set up, that next door app just really uh, gained a lot of traction for me and it helped a lot. So if I'm hearing you right, so the next door app helped you get started and then it's word of mouth from there. It's like, if you take care of people, they'll take care of you. They'll tell their exactly. friends so on and so forth. So oh, I want to go into maybe some details here. So what exactly did you post on Nextdoor? Flyers, business cards, a message. Tell us more about what you actually posted. Yeah. I would post a flyer, picture of my flyer, picture of a yard sign, picture of a business card, whatever, whatever you guys have that would be of value for a neighbor. It's something that gets your information out there. But then when you type in your message like that, you want to connect with them in a way that they feel like you're not just another salesman. Let them know that you're a student, how old you are, what school you go to, because you want to connect to them on a different level than a salesman would. Because a lot of people do not like door-to-door salesmen. They don't like salesmen in general. So this is great advice. So two things you mentioned there. One is connecting at a personal level, showing that you're different. Hey, I'm, I live down the street, live across town. You're kind of introducing who you are, but also pairing that with professionalism, with your business cards, with your flyer. And so they'll like you. They'll build a connection with you. It really, it's, it's two pieces. It's building a connection through who you are and it's building trust by like the way you conduct yourself. And so when you're able to combine those two pieces, students who are listening, Luke's doing both those well, professional flyers and business cards posted digitally, and then adding in a little bit of that personal touch, 
so that people feel more comfortable doing business with them. So you've made the sale. You are looking for referrals. Do you ask for referrals? Tell us more about that. So if you're seeking out referrals, let's just use the next door app because we're already on that. You want to give them a soft ask. You don't want to force them into doing something because you obviously want their business again. And so what I've always done is I'll finish the job and make sure that they're happy with my work. If they want to walk around, look at all the windows, make sure there's no streaks or dirt, dust, minerals left behind. I'm happy to do that. I want If you have business, you want quality control to be up there. I would say for referrals, I would ask them after my job. And then I would go and text them and send them the link to my next door page. And just once again, give them a soft ask like, hey, do you have the app? You know, not a big deal if you don't, but you could leave me a review. It really helps me out. So I would say. So. That's awesome. I mean, just asking for it is a big deal. And the fact that you're a young person, all of this comes back to the thing of people love helping younger people. And most young people, they don't have what you have, Luke. And I want to connect the dots here. We talk about how important it is to have like entrepreneurial character. And that is built up of three components. One is you got to be hungry out there hustling, ambitious, hardworking. Most young people are not that. And when it, when somebody sees that, they like it. All right. So being hungry is, is one. Two is being humble. Like, hey, I'm willing to learn and listen. That's really big too. So asking customers, how can I do better? Is there anything that I could do to increase your level of satisfaction? So being humble. But then lastly, being people smart, saying yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, saying thank you. Being people smart is all about communication. And so if you work hard, you listen well so that, so that you can learn and you communicate professionally, those three things come together, your customers will help you grow your business. Luke, I'm, I'm glad to hear you've, you've experienced that firsthand, man. Way to go. So let's switch gears here just a little bit, Luke. So we've talked a little bit about who you are. You've been hustling since you were little. You're having great success in the window washing business. By the way, y'all, if you didn't know this, if you're good like Luke, it's not uncommon to make $50 an hour or more in residential window cleaning. You've got to be professional. You've got to be efficient. But there's a lot of profit to be made in this business. Not an easy job, but it's it's a fruitful one. Luke, I want to transition to what are you doing to grow not just your business, but what are you doing to grow yourself? Yeah, my relationship with God is really important to me. And so... I always try to uh, read my Bible every day, pray, and just be with people. And then I would also say, uh, listening to audiobooks, I've, I hate reading, but when I can listen to those or maybe podcasts, I've, I've uh, found I enjoy it a little bit more. Luke, I'm so glad to hear that you are putting first things first, focusing not only on business growth, but, but also spiritual growth. I want to lean into something you said towards the end there. You're talking about audiobooks. Why don't you tell us a little bit about like the books you're reading, which ones you would recommend perhaps. Then also like, when do you find time? You're a pretty busy guy. How do you make time to grow yourself by reading good books? Yeah. So one audiobook I listened to, it was uh, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. So it's, it's geared more to a website and like, how do you uh, make that website better? And so like, I'm thinking to myself, like, this isn't going to be good. It's not important to me because I don't have a website. But there is a lot of value in listening to it. I think it tells you a lot about how still to run in a business without a website. Because it gives you gives you tips on like sales and how to communicate with clients. So and all that stuff you can do offline as well. 
Good, good. Okay, so how to build a story brand, learning about marketing and sales. But when do you have time to listen to these audiobooks? These are these are not short. Yeah, I mean they get up to like ten hours long. <laughs> so I will listen to them while I'm washing windows, or if I'm working on a project or trying to get numbers in for my business. That's kind of what what I go to. Okay, friends, I want you to underline this, and I'm I'm really passionate about this as a former student entrepreneur myself. When I ran a lawn mowing business in high school and college, my college years in particular, I probably read 50 books worth of content during that time. And so I'd go to class and I'd learn about business. Then I'd go run my business while I'm listening to books. And it was like I was always learning all day long. Sometimes I was paying for it at school. Other times I was essentially being paid to learn while I was operating my business and listening to great books. So it sounds like that's what you're doing as well, Luke. So I commend mm-hmm. you for that. So we've talked about, you know, your involvement in your in, in church, which is great. We've talked about like reading good books. And then I've also seen you a lot at our Thursday morning business coaching. I've seen you at the events this summer for our Learn to Own program. Tell us more about like what you're doing to build your network and maybe some of the things you're able to get out of programming this summer. Specifically in mind, like the next student who's listening to this. What's the value of actually spending time with other people instead of spending all your time making money and reading books? So I would say just as important as getting out there and doing the work, it's just as good for you to be with other people networking. I think going to those classes, I obviously, I wanted to get out of those part-time jobs. I want to do Windows full-time. That's what I'm able to do now because I was able to go and get more information and then I can put that into my business. And so going to learn to own, I learned obviously how to own a business and run all the stuff with like marketing and sales and whatnot. But then also going to business coaching, you know, I have a question, I can ask that there. If I don't have a question, you know, just let the conversation lead us and get information that way. That's good, man. I want to honor something that you did this summer, Luke, which is so cool, is the time you spent with the younger students in the program. I really commend you for that. If you've got, if we've got younger students or students who are new to owning a business, Luke's the type of guy who will go out to coffee with you and just walk with you and kind of explain the stuff he's learned along the way. Having a real person who you can talk to in your city who has lived this can be a real key to making progress. On that note of like stuff you're learning and that you've been passing it on to other students, tell us a little bit about your last week or two. If I understand correctly, your last two weeks, you essentially shut down your business for two weeks. <laughs> Tell us what you've been yeah. up to the last couple of weeks, man. Yeah. So it was just a, it was the one week, but this last week I went to a kid's camp uh, of my church. So I was a counselor there. And so just as important as making money and growing in that way, you can also grow spiritually and help other kids. So I thought that was um, a better use of my time. So w- what you're tapping into Luke is that there's different types of value. Like, yeah, sir, there's a cost to not serving your customers. You probably missed out on several hundred dollars and all the rest. But what you gained was actually far more valuable. One of the things we talk about a lot is, and what you're demonstrating, is the value of like taking that entrepreneurial mindset with you wherever you go. And so how do I, how do I create win-wins? How do I maximize the time I have? That is involved in business, but also in our relationships and most importantly, spiritually. How do we actually make the most of what we've been given. And so kudos to you for giving up a little bit of 
material value through your business to get the spiritual value, which is which is even greater. So super impressed that you're spending your time that way. Two more things I want to cover here, Luke. As we look to the future, as you think about, you know, you've been building one thing to the next from bookmarks to origami to drop shipping to window washing, dog walking, all the rest. What do you think happens next year, Luke, when it, when it comes to your career? What do you think you'll do after high school? Yeah, Have you thought much about that? Yeah, uh, a little bit about that. I, I want to go to college after high school, um, something in business. Right now, the thing that I am, am trying to think about is obviously my major in business because it's, it's just so broad. There's so much you can do with it. And then also where I will go to college because, you know, I go to somewhere that's not Wichita State or somewhere here in town then I maybe lose out on still growing my business. And so that's kind of where I'm at trying to figure out that. Okay. And then Luke, um, as again, more towards this kind of future focus. So you want to go to college, you're obviously taking school and making that a big priority. Um, maybe not like the number one priority, but you're still <laughs> a school priority now. How about in terms of like the money you're making? What, what's your investment philosophy at the moment? When I was your yeah. age, man, there was just too many good ways to spend money. If I would have been investing earlier, I would have been much better off. Tell me your approach so far. Yeah, right. I have like two stocks right now. I do want to get into it more as far as just getting more money from it, letting it work for me. Um, I'm interested in getting a Roth IRA right now. Just put money in. There's so much, so many benefits to it. It'll just work for me and I can just leave it in there until I need it. So That's good. I like that. Well, Luke, as we close things up, summarize things. 16 years old, running a successful window cleaning business, thinking long term, not only about college and future careers, but also about your spiritual growth. It's a key principle entrepreneurs do. You're crushing life, man. You are way above average. But also the reason we're doing these is to highlight what's possible. So much of our society has low expectations on students. And we should be seeing more young people being entrepreneurial, spending more of their time contributing than consuming. So I really hope we'll, we'll see many more kind of follow your example. So as we close up here, Luke, if we've got customers who are listening and they want some of that Luke's first class window cleaning service, how do they get a hold of you, man? So I have three options. Uh, you can just go ahead and call or text at 316-665-2553. You could also go to my next door page and it's just Luke's window wash, I think. And you can look at all the reviews on there. So you can have the gift of going second, have someone else already experience it. And then you could also go ahead and look at my Instagram profile, which is uh, Luke's window wash dot ICT. That's amazing. And y'all, there's a list. There's people who want to get in. So if you're interested in window cleaning, Luke is not the best. He is the only. There's only one place you get Luke Yao, and it's at, it's at the, the options he just listed. So good stuff, man. Students um, who are listening, if you'd like to connect with Luke to learn more, reach out to him. He'd be happy to spend some time with you. Luke, as we wrap things up here, man, any closing advice to students listening? Yeah, I heard this from a guy at a car dealership. I would say always stay a student. You can always be learning. You know, we talked about audiobooks, we talked about other stuff like that, but you can always stay learning. You never graduate from learning. So I would say that. And then I'd also say, because you're a student, they want to help you out. But because you're a student, they don't know if they can trust you. 
So make sure you're professional going to jobs, make sure your flyers, all of your marketing stuff is professional because that's going to be way, the way that you bridge the gap. Luke, that's so well said. Always be a student, always build trust, keep it focused on win-win for everybody involved. Dude, you're the man. Thanks for spending time with us today. Wishing you the best. Yeah, thank you.